What would you do if you lost all of your digital data? That's right, everything. Memories from all the traveling you've done, those less than satisfactory pics and videos of you as a kid, well, maybe there's some benefit to losing those. You get what I mean. When a global computer virus begins deleting all digital records, 30-something Ellie buys an old tape recorder and begins narrating an analog retrospective of her life before all her photos, videos, and correspondence are wiped out forever. This eight-part scripted audio drama stars Parks and Rec star Natalie Morales, along with Paul Shear, June Diane Raphael, and Serena Falio. We're talking high fidelity meets seeking a friend from the end of the world for your ears, people. You're about to hear a clip from Ellie and the Wave. While you're listening, be sure to go subscribe to the show on the Himalaya app or wherever you're listening now. Otherwise, click the link in the episode notes. Check out Ellie and the Wave every Thursday. Or if you'd like to get the whole series right now and ad free, head over to Himalaya app to subscribe. Our top story tonight, a computer virus known as The Wave is wiping out digital data across the planet. Once a device has been infected by The Wave, the virus permanently deletes all photos, videos, and correspondence. For more, we go to Tina Lee in the field. Jim, the tension is palpable out here. People are grappling with the fact that they will soon lose all of their data. Videos of milestones, cherished family photos, not to mention the selfies, Jim. The selfies! People are losing food porn, regular porn, that other kind of food porn where it's people having sex with food, videos of animals playing musical instruments, videos of babies eating lemons for the first time, years-long text threads with countless nudes. And we can only speculate what kind of a world we'll soon be living in when we've lost the archives of Wikifeet. Okay, I think it's recording now. Hello? Is it recording? Test one. All right, well, can't hear it back till I record it, so I'm going to go with yes. Hello, people in the future who may or may not listen to these tapes. Greetings. Welcome to my life. I apologize in advance. Um, I decided to put my life story on tape because of the wave. Although, now that I think about it, you may not know what that is, because maybe it's just like... A historical footnote. Okay. The wave is a really big deal right now. It's a digital virus that is sweeping the globe and wiping out everyone's data. So every photo, video, email, text, you name it, it's all going to be toast when the wave hits. <sighs> Gotta stay hydrated. I feel like I'm at the beginning of a marathon, except instead of running 26 miles, I'm sitting in my living room watching old videos of myself on my computer. It's basically the same. I guess I should start with the basics since I have not told you my name. Um, hello, my name is Ellie, Eleanor Leaf, but never call me Eleanor, thank you. I'm 38, never married, thankfully. I live in a tastefully decorated condo with my perfect dog, Potato. I don't know what breed Potato is because she's actually a rescue, thank you so much. Potato, speak! We're still working on that. Job-wise, I am a meme capper. I write witty recaps of the day's most popular memes for the meme site AgroCrunch. I should do something more meaningful with my life, but the world needs memes. It's like the talking turtle says, who, me? <laughs> that reference will be relevant forever. Anyway, my point is we can't all be in the history books, you know? Of course, as soon as the wave hits, all the memes will be wiped out and I'll have to find something else to do. I could either go back to the corporate world or try and live off the land. 
Between the two, I'd rather eat bark. You may be wondering how people are reacting to the reality of losing all their stored data. It's actually been really affirming. I mean, people are coming together and supporting one another in the face of adversity. Just kidding. Obviously, they're freaking the fuck out. Um, they are losing their minds. Most major cities had riots when it started, but at this point, people are just hunched over their devices, refreshing their screens over and over again to see if their memories are all gone. The way I figure, I'll know when the wave hits my neighborhood by my neighbor's mournful screams when he realizes he just lost all his nudes. My neighbor Dave seems like a guy who sends a lot of nudes. There are still a few companies that will print out hard copies of photographs and things. They're mostly used by super rich people to print art. The average person doesn't have access to a printer these days, but... Now everyone is stampeding to those printing companies. Even if you could afford those places, the wave is moving so fast there isn't much hope of getting anything printed before their servers get wiped too. I heard some people are selling Wi-Fi proof safes that are supposed to protect your gear from the virus, but as soon as you take it out of the safe, you're screwed. Everything is so connected at this point, there's no way to avoid it. Some people are even having wave parties where they get together with friends and loved ones and just watch all their shit get wiped out together. I can't imagine a worse way to spend my time. Who would want to sit in a room with a group of people at the exact moment when their lives get ruined? I can't decide what inspires more anxiety, the wave or having people over. At least when I lose all my data, I won't have a bunch of weirdos going through my underwear, which is what I assume people do when they go to a party at someone's house. I know it's what I do. All right, let's get back to business. Luckily, I'm a professional recapper, so I know how to cram in content. Tape is money, baby. Actually, I wonder if I still have... Hold on. Yes. Oh, man. I just hit gold in terms of embarrassing childhood videos. I have a whole folder of comedy sketches and plays that Drew and I used to make. We did hundreds of these. Most of them are unwatchable, or in your case, unlistenable. Like this one. What's for dinner, doofus? Diarrhea. Cordon. Bleh. Let's eat. That's enough of that. I can't believe we got along well enough to make so many of these disasters. I'm just going to read some of the amazing titles. Toilet Jacuzzi. Hormone High School. Baby in the Fridge. Yikes. We were a real comedy team. Mine's the comedy. Let's see what other special moments I've got here. Oh, this video file is named October Dumpster Fire. I have no idea what it is, but my interest is piqued. It's just so, okay, honey, it's just so inconsiderate. Just calm down. Okay, I'm going to handle it. Out. Okay, because I'll handle it. Like, you have a temper. Just let me talk some logic. Uh... Excuse me. Hi, uh, your car is blocking us in, so. I'm waiting for your parking space. Oh okay, yeah, but we can't leave unless you move. Yeah, but then I might lose the space, so. Ben, do something. Well, she's impervious to logic. You're too passive. Well, you're too aggressive. Lady, you better move that electric piece of shit. Ellie, are you filming this? <gasps> Brenda, did you forget to pick up Drew from Magic Camp? No, he's right here. Hi, Dad. Hey, buddy. <laughs> oh, man. It's all coming back to me. I made that supercut of family drama when I was 12 and shitty. I threw in that last clip because at the time I was giving Drew an extremely hard time for going to magic camp. I understand a fascination with the occult. I like spooky shit, but going to camp to learn card tricks as a 14-year-old boy? It seems like he was trying to make his friends disappear. You probably know that children of divorce often blame themselves for their parents' split, even though it's never their fault. In this case, though, my folks got divorced right after Drew learned close-up magic, so... Anyway, a lot happened when I was 12. My mother moved out, Drew got really into sleight of hand. That was more scarring for me, some might argue. That was also the year I had my first sort of boyfriend. I would now like to read the first text my first boyfriend sent to me. 
I'm not saying this is Shakespeare's first folio, but it still deserves to be preserved for future generations. It reads as follows. Yo, girl, those tits is crazy. Meet me by the VMs. <sighs> Surprisingly, Rishi Goldman did not grow up to be an acclaimed poet. I think he sells vape pens now. I am not sorry to lose these awkward ears to the wave. I'm still a very private person, and my tits is still crazy. Oh, finally! That's the Amazon drone with my recurring order of toilet paper. I've been holding it in for days. Be right back! Ah, so much better. Okay. <clears throat> oh, breaking news. I just got a text alert that the wave has wiped out all the data in Cincinnati. The virus has reared its head almost everywhere, but once it's in a region, it tends to spread out from there like a sinkhole. Damn, it's moving fast. It's impossible to know how much longer we've got here, so let's crank out the hits. Radio Point and Himalaya Media present Ellie and the Wave, starring Natalie Morales, Paul Shear, June Diane Raphael, and me, Josh Rubin. Catch the show every Thursday. Be sure to go and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Don't feel like waiting? Head over to the Himalaya app now to get the whole first season ad-free.